This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my match reaction, my five takeaways from Fulham's victory against Everton. Three to one on the road at Goodison Park. A very difficult place to play at. And Fulham get all three points. Well needed, all three points. And I'll be sharing my thoughts and my five takeaways in this show. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. We will have more match reaction in the coming days, but this is my five takeaways. Let's start with number five, and let's talk about Harry Wilson and Dan James, both starting in this match, and they very much took advantage of their opportunity to start against Everton. Let's just talk about that. I didn't see this coming from Marco Silva. He decided to changed the formation, false nine it looked like, have Dan James up top, Harry Wilson on the right, and then, of course, you had on the left, William and Pereira in the middle. Very interesting. It really worked. But the big reason why it worked, I feel, is these two men. Harry Wilson has not played this well in a very long time. He took advantage of this opportunity. He could have scored a few goals here, by the way. Harrison Reed scored the first goal for Fulham, but it was really set up by a wonderful strike from Harry Wilson, who just hit the post, unfortunately for him. And then, of course, he does get his goal, and Dan James gets his goal as well. But what's interesting about both of them is they seize the moment here. Fulham decided to play differently, and they took advantage of this opportunity. And I want to give Marco a lot of credit because I think he played to the strengths of both players. The pace of Dan James terrorizing the center backs of Everton, and then you also have the pace of Harry Wilson, but also the playmaking ability on the right as a winger. 
he can score goals, but he can also set up his teammates. He was very dangerous. But I want to say this. I think it's the combination of the two of them that really propelled Fulham in this match. There's some very good performances, but we have to start with Harry Wilson and Dan James, in my opinion. I'm happy for both of them. Dan James has come under serious scrutiny because his loan so far from Leeds United has not really worked out. Now he had a true opportunity to play, and he seized the moment. Harry Wilson was great last season, but I think was really struggling from the injury. So he really hadn't had a chance to shine. And in this match against Everton, both shined, and that is the bottom line. That's why number five is all about Harry Wilson and Dan James. Number four, why did Marco wait so long to try this formation? I got a theory on this. In the last few matches, it just wasn't working, but I think truly, and I want to give Marco some credit. Marco, I do believe, does stick by his players, and I think he was just committed to giving Carlos Vinicius every chance that he could to play that Metro role. And I think in the last match, potentially, I think Marco might have seen that he might not be up to that task. So then you have to say, let's try something different. So I think the last match against West Ham was the breaking point where Marco looked at what happened and changed what he wanted to do in this upcoming match. Will the change continue for matches to come? I don't know. But I'm glad that he decided to make this change. Nothing against Carlos Vinicius, but it just wasn't working for him. So I think good managers don't just stick to what they do. As I always say, when you do what you do, sometimes you get found out. And I think that's what was happening to Fulham. So for me, huge credit to Marco Silva for deciding to make this change. But I really think, for me, I think part of it had to do with the opponent because I thought that he was probably thinking that the pace of Dan James would terrorize the center backs. He was right about that. But I also think it had something to do with Carlos Vinicius, that he was going to have a hard time playing against these two center backs, that it was basically just going to be a road to nowhere for him. So instead, let's try something else. And let's just say it worked really well. So let's now move to number three. And number three is an interesting one. Because what's interesting when you look at this, this really showed itself in the second half. Fulham used the entire pitch to stretch Everton and run them ragged. It really showed itself in the second half. It showed itself in the beginning of the match. But after McNeil got the goal, Everton really took control for the second half of the first half. But they came out in the second half, and their passing was fantastic. But it wasn't just on one side. They'd be switching the play to the other side. They'd be finding the open man left and right. But the big thing was Everton were chasing shadows. They were running all over the pitch. And let's be honest, they ran out of steam. And that was so nice to see Fulham take advantage of their pace, their ability, maybe their stamina, and run this team ragged. Their possession-based style 
fit in Everton in this match. They ran them out of Goodison Park. They tired them out, and they got the goals they needed to win the match. So for me, number three is definitely Fulham used the entire pitch to stretch Everton and run them ragged. Number two, and I think this is a big one. We'll see what happens moving forward. Here's my question. Has Marco Silva finally found his plan B? I think the answer is yes. Plan B being a false nine. Can you find another way to play without Alexander Mitrovic? I think he discovered it in this match. Can you use it in all the matches moving forward? Well, Dan James will not be able to play against Leeds United. However, you could still use this formation against Leeds United. You just move the pieces of the puzzle around and maybe add a puzzle piece. Maybe you have Harry Wilson playing the Dan James role. Put Bobby Decadover Reed on the right, which was suggested to me, and William on the left, and Pereira as your number 10. Maybe you just move the pieces of the puzzle and add another piece of the puzzle to this formation. I think he's found his plan B. I think you can use this again. You can win without Mitro. We know that. But can you play a little bit differently without Mitro? I think that Marco Silva has 100% found his plan B, and I hope we see this again very soon, and dare I say, against Leeds United. I think this formation, if you put Harry Wilson maybe even Manor Solomon in that role. I think you could really hurt Leeds United with your pace. It's going to be a possession-based game, but I think you can throw your pace right back at them. Harry Wilson isn't quite at the pace of Dan James, but he's got a lot of pace, and I think he could do some damage against Leeds United. I hope Marco considers this plan B for Leeds United. I'm just going to say that I think he's fond of his plan B which is exciting as a Fulham supporter. Okay, coming up next to end the show, I'm going to share with you my number one takeaway from Fulham's massive victory against Everton at Goodison Park. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Okay, to end the show, I'm going to share with you my number one takeaway. Before I do that, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. I know I said that at the beginning of the show, but I Definitely want people to subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. My number one takeaway is this. What did Marco Silva say at halftime? Because Fulham were a different team in the second half. 
And this is what's interesting. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Maybe, just maybe, Fulham had a little bit of an advantage with Boa on the touchline and Marco Silva up in the stands or at the press box. I'm not exactly sure where he was. But let's just be honest here. I think you get a different vantage point because Fulham definitely were a different team in the second half. Not sure what he said, but this is where you saw Fulham take advantage of the entire pitch and really stretch them. So was it a motivating talk at halftime? Possibly. Was it strategic? I think so as well. I think it's a combination of both. But what's interesting about this is I find it fascinating that even with Marco, not on the touchline, I think he saw something up in the stands that helped Fulham in this match because in the first half, we saw an adjustment by Sean Deitch. He moved his pieces of the puzzle around, and I think that affected the second half of the first half. He flipped McNeil with another player, and uh, he moved the players more central, and that changed things around a little bit. So I think Marco saw that, said something to the players at halftime, part of it motivating, part of it strategic, and full. they weathered a little bit of a storm in the second half to begin the second half, and then they just took over. They dominated the second half. They should have won by more. That is what's so impressive about this Fulham victory. And what I'm curious what Marco actually said at the end of the first half, going into the second half at halftime. What did he say? Because whatever he said, I think it worked really well. And Fulham really saw a huge difference in the second half. So for me, Marco deserves some credit because I'm sure he said something. The players deserve even more credit for what they did in the second half because they dominated the second half, totally dominated. So, but I have to look at what was potentially said at halftime. So that is why that is my number one takeaway. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this quick episode of Cottage Talk. As I mentioned, we will have another show talking about this match. I look forward to having an additional show where we'll go into more detail about this foam victory, but I wanted to do a quick show and give you my five takeaways from this massive foam victory against Everton. As always, one last time, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other foam supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. 
and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.